Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who's 10, and he has autism. I started this podcast uh, really to talk about emotions, lots and lots of emotions, uh, and also to celebrate our victories, talk about challenges and how we go through them, how we learn together, how we are a team and and try to get through all of these moments. It's a roller coaster ride. And today and always, it's about growing and learning and loving and finding those ways to work through it together. And, And I'm learning just as much about this, you know, journey and life as Owen is and what he has accomplished and what he's doing. So here we are and, you know, language is so important and the way that we express ourselves and the way that we learn to communicate with others, that is really a a big thing for us. And, with Owen, his language skills, um, they were delayed. He you know, was told, um, I was told that he probably or might not talk. Um, I just, in my heart of hearts, I, I kept telling Owen, I'm like, you can find a way to express yourself. You can find a way to talk. You have to move it around in your brain. You have to find how to express yourself. And it's more about being able to, you know, find a way to tell me that he wanted food, he wanted his sock fixed, he needed this, he needed that. So it was more about expressing himself and and finding ways to communicate with me than anything else. But as time has progressed, we're at those language skills and we're, we're working through them to develop his language, develop the way he speaks. And not only does he know how to talk, he knows numerous languages. He is constantly wanting to learn, uh, and he's taught himself. It's not, I haven't taught him any of these languages. He's taught himself by speaking to Siri and Alexa and having those conversations with them. And so here we are, you know, he's learning all of the languages and In a lot of ways, I feel that it's helped his communication and his English language skills because a lot of the different languages have uh, different emphasis on letters that he struggled with. And so to be able to learn a different language has kind of helped him with the English language to be able to say things like the L sound uh, and like the W or the R sound. He's still working through those, uh, but the way that he's able to sound out letters now and words, it's incredible. The The difference and the growth has just, it, it just is amazing and mind-boggling how he can take one skill and 
put it on to the next skill and continue to grow in those moments. I'm just amazed by my child. I'm amazed by the way that he does things and the way that he changes uh, just every detail to to fit the perspective that he needs to. And this is this is where those communication skills are developing all the time. I mean, I'm learning things about how to communicate with others and how to project and be able to to share my emotions better. Just the way he's been doing things uh, lately, he's starting to change his like time frame and how he projects from it being like today's time to tomorrow's time. Um, he was talking about his teacher this morning and he, instead of saying that he would see her tomorrow, he then realized that he was going to see her in a few hours, in less than a few hours. And so he then changed his words from, I'm going to see her tomorrow to I'll see her today. And so just that acknowledgement, that learning skill, uh, it's amazing to watch the process. Because even a few days ago, a few weeks ago, I'm not sure that he would have... He he realizes time. He's starting, you know, he knows the, the days of the week. He knows when his schedule is. He knows when his therapies are. He knows when he's going to spend time at school and church and grandma and friends and, and different things like that. But to be able to adjust his language skills, his language, to kind of adjust those moments, it's an incredible journey to see the transformation and to see what we are doing and moving through. So I'm just amazed at how much he's changed in such a short amount of a, t- a time frame. I I feel like a lot of times, you know, when we are uh, out of our control out of the element that we're in to find a calm in our body and to be able to breathe. That's one of the things that we work a lot on. Breathe in those moments. When he's not centered, when he's not calm enough, his body isn't allowing his mind to be clear enough to learn those skills, to learn those communications, to be, even if he has the skill and has that moment, When he's not at a calm moment, I can see where it frustrates him more and he gets um, where he will bite his finger. That's that's one of the things that he's doing now. He used to bite his shirts a lot and we'd go through a shirt a day almost. He'd have that much where he would chew through or, or hold it and bite through it. But now he's biting his finger and thankfully he's not... Um, uh, chewing through his finger or or leaving marks. He's making it red. And so we're trying to um, find ways to bring calm instead of having to get to that point where the emotion has caused him to bite his finger. So breathing techniques to calm himself, to be able to concentrate on that language skill, that communication skill, That's, to me, one of the very important links to being able to communicate and communicate successfully and to be able to learn that skill. It's hard for me, too, because patience, I mean, that that is something extremely hard to 
always have in all circumstances. You're waiting at a red light too long and you are already five minutes late. You want your food and you want your food now. You know, all of those moments, anything that it can just change quickly. And so patience is something that is a hard skill to keep, um, possess, have, uh, accumulate all of the words to keep in your, you know, repertoire of skills. That should be one of those things that we all have at the highest level because life changes instantly that, you know, that, like I said, that red light that stays way too long when you're already late. You know, you can't change a red light. You can't change the fact that something cooks for 10 minutes and, and you need it in five. All of those things, you have to breathe. And teaching Owen to reflect in his own body and to take that moment, breathe, let it go, move on, and then we can create that skill to learn the communication. If you try to learn a skill when you're already hyper or when you're already, you know, stressed out or, you know, worried about timing, worried about something, it's much harder. It's much harder to learn anything when you are already anxious in that moment. That's hard for me too. I'm one of those people that I'm just like, oh, I'm anxious, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm mad. I'm like, where do I go? What do I do? So I have to breathe. I have to breathe. And, you know, Owen's Owen's love, that's probably not the right word. Owen's excitement level is scream. And it's screaming is not always... Um, it, for him, it's not always a mad thing. It's not always one of those uh, that he's, you know, angry at something or something's wrong. He loves to scream. He loves to scream. He loves to scream. I could probably say it a thousand more times, and that's probably still not the level. It, it's an excitatory thing for him to scream and to kind of, you know, be high-pitched. And it's not necessarily um, a bad thing. It's just I get to those anxious moments because he's screaming at the top of his lungs for X amount of time when I just want, you know, to, to be able to talk to him or tell him something or driving in the car or whatever the circumstance is. We have to work on that moment where he needs to communicate his excitement versus screaming his excitement. And it's the same with his anger or his, you know, other moments where he is at full range screaming. So breathing, counting to 10, finding a center. Um, one of the things that I started very early with him is whenever he would get into um, that look, that moment where I could see a meltdown coming, if I could see the meltdown coming, sometimes it was instantaneous. But if I could see the moments that were causing the meltdown and there was nothing I could do to change that, I would start rapid firing questions at Owen to be able to take those moments and hopefully relieve some of it. Hopefully kind of back it down so that it wasn't necessarily a huge meltdown. One of the things that I always would start with was where's purple? It didn't really make sense. It didn't really have like a particular 
moment or a reason. Um, I just was having a, um, (laughs) just trying to get the questions out there. And he was screaming. He was having this huge meltdown. It was in um, just this moment. And so I said, where's purple? And he actually looked at me and he was young. He was very young. But Ever since then, when I can remember myself to say it, I always ask him about purple. Where's purple? Purple, purple. Just say the color purple. Any of those things. And I then keep going from there. And I think in a way, it helps me to remember that we have to center ourselves before we can move on and find that peace. It's hard sometimes to get yourself more or less an other, another person to calm themselves, calm themselves enough to be able to think through these moments. Well, it happens. It's, it's getting there. He's learning uh, to project and to be able to find peace in himself to be able to breathe through them. I hear him saying uh, about purple and I hear him saying about, you know, counting to 10 and, I can see the breathing. He's biting his finger still sometimes with those breathing exercises, but he's going through it in his way and he is learning to center himself. Doesn't always happen, doesn't always work, but the more that we can find that, tune that in, it's going to be easier on him. Ah, we breathe, we breathe. This is so much about my emotions and, you know, autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. Because the more that I can learn about what's going to influence my son, what's going to help him grow, that helps me. That helps me to create a calm in myself, create a way to move forward in all of these moments. Keeping Owen in a happy moment isn't always like the goal. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, the calming and sometimes it's the learning experience. Uh, But teaching him about emotions is hard because he is allowed to express mad, sad, glad, you know, happy, all of them. And the way with mad and anger and, you know, hurt feelings, trying to teach your child in the moment so that he realizes someone is allowed to be upset because the world is constantly changing. We are upset or angry or hurt for numerous different reasons. I would love, I would love if we as a society didn't have to get hurt, didn't have to get angry, didn't have to get mad, but it's part of where we're at. That's, that's what it is. And so, Allowing Owen to have those mad emotions, those sad emotions, 
that's you know, something that we still have to work through. We still have to teach him about that. And I still have to say, well, it's okay if he's mad that he didn't win a game on his tablet or he didn't get his tablet because of a behavior or he got a note home from the teacher or whatever it is. We have to work through those moments. Oh, you know, it would be wonderful if we were all happy all the time. But that's just not part of how life is. So we breathe. He has made so many incredible strides over the last month after, you know, just one after another. I I see it's, it's like... How many light bulbs can we turn on for me, for him? Uh, Just one after another that he's putting together. And the connections and the way that he wants to include his his people, his friends, his, you know, just... I get so giddy. I, I, I almost lose the words myself because seeing him grow... That's that's what we wanted. We wanted this potential. We want our, you know, children, our our friends, our family to have all the potential and see it come to full growth, to see it all put together. And he'll be 11 in March and that's I between now and then, I just can't wait to see the next phase, the next growth spurt. I feel like he's on that right now. I feel like there's so many little things that he's just gone, okay, dot, dot, dot. Let me connect those. There's a huge connection. Dot, dot, dot. There's another huge connection. We went to um, a church sing-along and uh, people were picking um their favorite hymnal, their favorite Christmas hymnal, um, or, or sorry, a song, and then being able to then sing it all together. Well, he didn't quite understand that, you know, that these songs were out of the hymnal and, and we were singing these particular songs. He knows Christmas songs and he knows many of them, but he realized that people were requesting songs. And so he yelled out Brahms lullaby and it just is it still brings tears to my eyes because he realized that people were picking a song and asking requesting that song to be sung and so we went and I wasn't expecting to, to stay very long. We, uh, they have a little park, a little playground, um, outside of the church. And so I told him we would go play on the playground. And he had said all day long that he wanted to go back to church. He was thinking, um, I'm assuming he was thinking because he kept associating it with Halloween and um, we had the trunk or treat and he had such a great time and he wanted to be in his little red wagon and, and all of those steps. Well, I kept trying to explain to him that it wasn't Halloween and I asked him numerous times throughout the day what month this was and what holiday we were going to celebrate and why we celebrate the holiday. 
So I wanted him to understand that they had a Halloween trunk or treat, and that was in October. But now we had Thanksgiving in November, and we had moved on to Christmas in December. So taking him back to church, he always wants to go back to church on Sundays for these events. So this is the first time he's really started making those connections to going back to church for an activity, like like when we did the trunk or treat. And so I explained to him that we were going for a Christmas sing-along to be able to sing the church you know, songs. And we went through this numerous times throughout the day. So we got to church. He went to the playground. He played on the playground for a little while and he still wanted to go in church in his little red wagon. I thought we'd go in. He, he wanted to ride the elevator. So we rode on the elevator in his little red wagon. And I honestly thought that if we made it through one or two songs, I would be extremely happy because you know, his, his volume is not always um, low. And you know, sitting for an hour um, or plus, that's hard. That's a hard thing for anyone to do. But then to have him sing and go through that and, and sit for that amount of time. Well, he got out of his little red wagon and he sat with me and I showed him the hymnal and how we were picking the songs and, and different things. And we stayed uh, for an hour. We stayed almost to the, the end. They they went a little bit longer than seven o'clock and seven o'clock is when he wants to start bedtime. He wants to get into his comfy clothes and he wants to have, you know, the routine of bedtime. And so a few minutes before seven, I didn't tell him what time it was. He starts telling me, mommy change, mommy change. But he had sat there for that entire time, many songs, many moments of talking, many, you know, moments with us singing. And, you know, he would scream out a little bit, but there was lots of kids. So it wasn't like we had to be perfectly quiet. And, but he sat there. He sat there next to me. And he was still, you know, going through a few moments where he was excited or something, you know, caught his attention and he'd turn around and all of that. But he sat there with me. He listened. He, you know, tried to sing a little bit of the, the songs, but he listened to mommy. He listened to the, the ladies that were next to us. He enjoyed the moments. I was so blessed by those moments. And I get anxious when we're going to something like this. I get anxious when we walk out our door because in our environment, in my home, in other type environments where I know the circumstances, I can control that or I can help him through those moments or I can just let him do what he needs to do. But certain circumstances, even though we were at our church and people do know my son, still we were in a room full of people that don't all know my son. And so it's still an anxious moment when we are out in public, but yet 
he did amazing. He was brilliant. He had that time. And it was such a blessing to my soul, such a blessing to my heart to be able to sit there with him and have that time. I will never forget it. I'll never forget him being able to stay there almost the entire time. They took a couple more songs because they had started a, a little later. And, you know, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment for me. And so we then, he got back in the, the little red wagon. He was quiet to be able to get back out. We got in the car and he just was ready to get home. And he was calm. He was calm for him. He was calm. You know, we, we still have those moments. We still have that, that excitement uh, in his body and being, you know, he, he, he sits as still as Owen can sit still. And that is acceptable. That is perfect. It's amazing. And and grace, it was grace. And so we got home and we started the bedtime routine and it took him a little bit to fall asleep, but he was out and he slept all through the night. And just knowing that he was able to go to church in the morning he kept telling me he had to keep his shoes on, keep his shoes on throughout the entire day, the whole afternoon to early evening to be able to go back to church and experience that time. It's something I'll never forget. It's something I'm so blessed with. And he absolutely loves music. And I'm thankful for that because music changes our soul and comes out as a beautiful melody. And if we can remember that, if we can take the challenges of our day and process it and let it go, let the, that change our soul, let it be at peace in our soul, the melody will come out. The melody of our life and our story will be told. I'm thankful for everyone that is on the journey with us. I'm thankful for the moments in time that you share with us. And I am so blessed. The song at the beginning, and you'll hear the rest here at the end, this is uh, Down This Road by Marcus Oglesby. He's written it for our journey, and he's with the band Creek Don't Rise. I am very thankful for the song and it, it, it's again another part of our journey and a part of the way that um, my son has progressed so much, you know. So I, I appreciate everyone uh, being on this journey with us. I thank you for being a part of our everyday life. Uh, I write about our journey every single day. I've been writing about it for years and years now. And so you can find us at sweetbabyo.com or on our um, Facebook page, Sweet Baby O. Please uh, reach out to me and, you know, tell me about your journey. Ask me questions. Talk to me about what you would like to hear. Uh, I'm always learning and I'm always growing from you know, learning about others and trying to figure out ways to grow in in what we know and how to help others that are you know down this road with 
autism, down this road with emotions and about our journey of life. So sing your songs, sing it from your heart and go out into the world and and find what inspires and motivates you and we'll together change the world. So I thank you for being on this journey with us and have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am when you cry and I don't know why I'll make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it Take my hand, take my little hand, walk with me, and if you can, understand, I didn't plan for this road I'm on, but here I stand. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Take my hand